Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Chiefs Kingdom, you gotta fight for your right! <laughs> From the IMLD Home Studios, in its 11th season, you are listening to, in much less detail, the podcast, where we cut through the noise and give you your NFL breakdown in much less detail. Now your host, Jay and Ray. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, as I was saying, this may be our most unique show ever because I've been trying to connect to Blog Talk Radio for I don't know how long, and it has not been working until this last second before we were supposed to go live. Uh, let's see if this works getting Jay on. Jay, are you there? Jay, are you there? Oh, brother. I put him through, but obviously he can't hear me. And he said, be right back, and he's going to come out and try to come back in. <coughs> so this is, in much less detail, the podcast here with you live, <clears throat> excuse me, on a Saturday night, December the 23rd, 2023. I'm Dre. Jay is trying to get in. Uh, as we know from last week, that may work, but it may not. Hello. Hey, are you there? I can hear Hello. you. Can you hear me? Yeah, no. So what happened was oh, I okay. got on to, I tried to get onto the show so fast that what happened was I didn't connect my headphones. Oh. <laughs> so I I could hear you through my speakers, but it wouldn't give me the option to connect my uh headphones to the computer unless I left the show. You were so excited when I said I actually connected. You're like, "Oh my god." I was actually in bed. <laughs> I was laying in bed, uh, about to go to bed, and I, all of a sudden I'm laying there, and I hear my phone buzz. I'm like, oh, what's that? And it was like, oh, we connected. It's like, okay. It was the so very last try with 30 seconds before the show went live, and it finally decided to connect. So this, Yeah, so, well, we'll see what we end up getting. Uh, this could end up being just like last week. Right. Where we only got the... Uh, awards portion of the show done before the whole thing went to hell. So, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, everything comes with a big asterisk. Cause yeah, I went back and listened to that show. And at the moment when I stopped hearing you was, must've been when I dropped cause you stayed on for a little while longer. And then eventually I think you left. No, I did the whole show. I finished it. Out. Oh, um, yeah, I did my. Okay. Uh, I finished my awards and I did uh, my picks and I read your picks with you had emailed me your picks at that point. Oh, yeah, I just at that point I was just like, oh, this thing's gone to hell, so I stopped listening. 
<laughs> right. No, I, I don't blame you, but I just I kept going just in case it picked me up, and it did. Okay. So go figure. So once again, uh, you got to give my completely out of context pitch. <laughs> with, with no detail at all. That's right. Well, it is much less detail. <laughs> it, that's even less detail than normal, though. That's just here's his pick, and that's it. <laughs> and here's his lock, and that's it. So. Yeah. Well, 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 I got him in. I, I, I got all you get, in. You got them all in. It's on the record. It all counted. Uh, we've got three games in already um, this week again. So just a couple of really weird weeks and situations. Um, but we got our picks out on uh, on Twitter today, and we're on and we're live and we've got our awards. I've got everything ready to go. So it's the nice thing was you told me the show was ready. It wasn't like, oh, crap, I didn't have all my prep done. No, I'm I'm ready. So Right. Now, that's uh. kind of why I kept going and kept trying because I get I got all this prep that I've been working on uh, while I'm sick as hell, um, and I didn't want to just let it go to waste. And that's basically why I kept trying tonight. And I would have tried tomorrow morning, but you're like, that's Christmas Eve. That's a no. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so. we're out of the house tomorrow at... 9 a.m. Oh, okay. All right. So that's that's why we couldn't do that. But hey, we we I, I tried and we finally got it going. Uh, and, and we're 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 going live. Um, I'm even more discombobulated than than normal. Um, I'm I already told you I'm going to be a little less uh, energy wise than normal uh, because I got the goop again. Um, I was. Uh, sitting there at bowling Wednesday night and this woman, well, we weren't even bowling against her. Yeah. Um, but she was clearly sick and decided to spare her team by when she wasn't bowling, taking a seat at a table way back away from her team and her opponents. That table happened to be directly behind us. <laughs> so she's just coughing and hacking away the whole time. Nice. I'm like, this is not good. Um, so I had a bad feeling about that. Uh, so Thursday I was fine. Yesterday, my birthday, I woke up, my throat was burning. I'm like, oh, Oh, shit. Oh, happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you. You get the goop. (laughs) What a fabulous birthday present. I was, uh, my (laughs) wife was going to take me to Texas Day, Brazil. I was going to eat all the meats and nope, all of that is completely out the window because I am sick and came home Uh. and took the, took the home test and that, that, that faint second line they tell you how faint it is if it's faint it's yeah. counts, and it, it was faint but it was there that, so. you got the free copy of the home game <laughs> yes uh the, the lovely parting gift um so yeah that, that's where i've been what i've been dealing with the last few days sitting here isolated in this bedroom trying to stay away from my wife she claims she feels okay so far but that's uh, what happened the first time I got the goop, she felt fine for like a week, and then a week later she yeah. got the symptoms. So. Well, you, you sound pretty good. Um, I I sound better than I, I thought, but it's been, what, eight minutes. Uh, get back to me in two hours. Yeah, we'll uh, see how it's see going. How <laughs> uh, where am I going now? To the awards, to the, uh, to the Week 15 awards uh, yeah. as we look back on that. Uh, but first, we have to look at the uh, numbers from Week 15, and we uh, came up once again uh, with uh, some some very even numbers. We we did everything right down the middle. Hey, it was right down the middle, Daddy. 
seven, seven, and two for both of us for week 15, uh, with two pushes in there. So 10 pushes for the year. Uh, that's kind of unusual. Um, it's picked up a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, not quite sure how to see that, but uh, for the season, uh, you're still six games behind. I'm at 108 and 106. You're at 102 and 112. Uh, you picked up your lock, and I didn't. Um, you were able to uh, lock up the Rams over that terrible uh, Washington outfit, which you say just take all the DFS uh, receivers against them and, and just play them away. And that seems to be indeed the, the thing to do. So you, you picked the hot team with the Rams and got that done. Um, I picked the Jets. Why every time I pick the Jets as my lock, do they get absolutely annihilated? I, when I, I didn't hear the show, so when I saw that, and then after after the fact, but I looked back and I'm like, oh, he, oh, he locked up the Jets. Things just do not go well for you at locking up the Jets. You tried to do my move from locking up the Jets right. from a few the week weeks before. ago, and you're like, oh wow, yeah, watch this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it worked out and great for you, but not for me. Thirty to nothing. Oof. Uh, that, that, that's a, that's my lock. Uh, so putting you like one say, game. When you blow your, when you lose locks, though, <laughs> you don't just like barely like that. Your locks go down hard when you lose them. Yes, uh, you know anyone can lose a lock by a point or two. I, I, I right. like to get blown out. So, so that's what I did there. So, putting you one lock uh, within one lock of me now. You have eight on the season, and I have nine. So you're coming up fast behind me Creeping there. Up. Uh, that was our second week in a row of tying our, our record for the uh, for the week. So once again, we go back to the last week we tie. Well, we didn't tie, which is week thirteen, uh, when you beat me uh, seven picks to five. So that means once again you have the honors. So Jay, after all that, you get out of bed, you get all your notes together, and now you get to tell us what was your best of week fifteen. Yeah, well, you know, first of all, even to push the week, and I was so close to coming out ahead. Um, but I started the week down two last week, you know, because I lost two out of the three Saturday games, um, well, two of them to you for sure. And yeah, to even be able to come back and get up because I got up on you on Sunday just to just to have it pulled away from me, snatched right out of my hands at the last second. Uh, yeah, so I, 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 I got zero to... games uh, in the Sunday afternoon, uh, yes. early afternoon. I got none of them. Right. I got nothing on the days that weren't Sunday against you, <laughs> and then I got everything on Sunday. So that that was weird. weird. And then yeah. um, I am still, uh, much to the chagrin of Richard Mendenhall, as myself a <laughs> mediocre white guy going to comment on the best, the worst, the smartest, the dumbest, and all of those things uh, this week. So I'm, I'm sticking it to Richard Mendenhall <laughs> and, and sticking it up and stick it up for mediocre white guys everywhere. You do do that. Yes. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that this week. I was like, oh, my God. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's social media. Everybody gets an opinion, right? Everybody, that's that's exactly right, including us. Exactly. Uh, so you're your best week. Yeah. Uh, boy, I'll tell you, I'm going back to Saturday, and I'm going back and giving best of the week to Jared Goff, because uh, the Lions in a spot at home against the Broncos 
just went off. And Jared Goff goes uh, for 278 and five touchdowns. Uh, spreads it out all over. Sam Laporta, three touchdowns, making making a case for you know some rookie of the year votes, which I'm sure he's going to get. I don't think he's going to win, but he'll get the votes because he's having an outstanding rookie campaign. Uh, both running backs, you get Jameer Gibbs goes for a hundred. David Montgomery goes for eighty-five. So just a complete offensive onslaught uh, that the Lions put down on the uh, the Broncos, who, whose defense had been trending up. <laughs> We've been talking uh, about that, because after you give up 70, the only way you can trend <laughs> is up. Um, but, yeah, the Lions at home, after being shaky uh, for a few games, uh, they they put the stop to that, and they put the beat down on the, uh, on the Denver Broncos. But, yeah, Jared Goff plays completely clean, five touchdowns, no picks, uh, just an outstanding performance all around by them. So Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions offense, my best of the week. Who do you think you are? I am. Crazy. That, there's a stupid website. Just nothing for an hour, two hours, no connection, no phone, no nothing. And now, I, magically, I get in and everything's working. The sound you is got working. The drops. Is well, they must have they yeah. said they were working on the problem. They fixed it. Uh, apparent, apparently. Um, you know what they did? They unplugged it and plugged it back <laughs> in. That's how you fix everything. Just restart the damn thing. I, yeah. I don't know why they don't, they don't just do that. Uh, that uh, Detroit game Saturday night, yeah, that was uh, – they pushed around the Broncos, the air and ground attack. Um, Broncos D had no answers. Uh, and then they got Sean Payton and Russell Wilson bitching at each other uh, on the sideline during that game. So, yeah, whatever uh, kumbaya that they were doing and getting it together, apparently now it's not so uh, peaches and cream. Um, so we'll see how they get mend, mend those fences and get things back together uh, coming up this week. Uh, my best of the week uh, tonight, notwithstanding, this is the week 15 awards, not week 16. My Super Bowl pick, my Buffalo Bills, uh, putting it on the Dallas Cowboys uh, yeah. in, a, in a way uh, that it, that I love, you know, the old school way, the uh, the running down their throats way. And uh, that's your uh, Super Bowl matchup is uh, Buffalo San Fran, and it looks. Uh, it, I, I was I was going to say it looks really good until tonight, but um, they won. They they did. They they sure didn't look like a Super Bowl contender, but they did win. Uh, but week fifteen, they looked like a Super Bowl contender. They were uh, the best to me. The light Dallas defense. Uh, they're fast and light, but uh, when you get shoved around early and often by uh, an offensive line then you just look light, um, you know, lack of discipline by the Cowboys. He had a roughing the punter penalty. Uh, Bills ultimately got a touchdown out of that. Um, but yeah, just the way they did it with, with, uh, with cook and uh, the, the old line shoving people downfield. I haven't seen a team get shoved 20 yards downfield like that in run blocking all season. And that's what Buffalo did repeatedly, uh, over and over again, wind up running for 266 as a team. Um, and Dallas was getting injured trying to stop Buffalo. That's how bad it was. Their, their defenders were actually getting hurt trying to slow them down. Uh, just a, a full bitch slapping. Just, it, that wasn't a sunning. That was a bitch slap. That was a pimp job. Like they put they put the Cowboys yeah. on the street and said, go get my money, bitch. 49 rushes, 179 on the ground by Cook, plus another 42 in the air and a touchdown. 54 more yards rushing by Ty Johnson. They didn't even need Project to beat himself up 
to, to dominate and win that game. The Bills were my best of Week 15. Yeah, that's an easy. That's an easy one to to, to give it to. And boy, the the, the Cowboys just they, they we talk about heckle and jive. They just keep finding themselves either they're either the best of the week or the like, <laughs> what's going on, you know? <laughs> yeah. And here they find they, they just had uh, gone and played. It, it, you know, and, and beat the whoop the hell out of Philly, and, and they're they're like, oh, they're, they're look at the Cowboys, look at the things they're doing, and then they go and they do that um, right. against the Bills, and then yeah, ab- like you said, just absolutely manhandled by the other team, it shoved them up and down. That, that's beautiful. That that's football. That's old school football. The way I like it. Yeah. So, all right. It brings you to the worst of Week 15. You know, sometimes your best and worst, smartest and dumbest, they go kind of hand in hand because you kind of can't have one without the other. So you'd think it would be really easy to give it to well, – this is going to be for a few awards this week where it's like, well, maybe we only get the, the worst because we had kind of almost the best. But I'm not going to give it to the 63-point effort of uh, <laughs> the Raiders – in prime time, I'm going to give this to watching a team in the Chargers just compl- and again, notwithstanding what we saw tonight, they they, they 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 tried tonight, but that last well, I mean that's maybe they played better on defense because they fired the defensive guru, uh, <laughs> Balls of Staley. Uh, you know he wasn't calling the defense and they, their defense played okay, um, but in hmm. that game you watched a team just quit, and that's hard to watch where you're watching receivers, uh, you know, before they get taken down, just like lose control of the football. Cause they're just, they're just not trying anymore. Um, you know, pick sixes, fumble returns for touchdowns, just does everything falling apart for them. You know, I even said it when I made my pick for the game tonight, that you know, clearly the only guy left on that roster trying by the end of that game was Easton stick. And that's because he just didn't know any better. <laughs> he was just happy to get on the field. Ha- he was just happy to be here at that point and, and be out there playing while the whole rest of that team around him went hashtag full of quit. And we, it, you never like to see that. Be, when, when you can clearly see it, it was called out by people during the week, in the media, in the socials, you know, watching the game. You're, when you're, you're watching a, a team that's lost all the faith in its coaching staff and – players that just look like they don't want to be there. And that's the kind of result that you get. Uh, There's a point where we're joking about, you know, Brandon Staley getting fired at halftime. You know, I'm saying it at 28, nothing. And then at 42 to nothing, the whole crescendo (laughs) started where everybody was jumping on the socials, asking if we could just fire this guy at halftime. Uh, He didn't make it much past the game. He made made it to the next day. Um, But yeah, in the 63, to seven at one point in that game before a couple of garbage time touchdowns. But uh, yeah, watching a team implode and and quit on its coach and its season. uh, That's my worst of the week. I waited Saturday. I waited Sunday. I waited Monday for a team to give a worse effort than the LA Clippers on Thursday to start week 15 I, I couldn't do it. So I could, the Jets came really close. My my lock, of course. <laughs> um, they they got shut out. Obviously, that's that's terrible. But they didn't bend over and give up sixty three. 
63 uh, to the Raiders. The Raiders. To the Raiders who, were, who just lost three to nothing. Who were shut out four days before this game. Yeah. That team came out and put three TDs on the Chargers in the first quarter, three more TDs in the second quarter, two more TDs in the third quarter, and one in the fourth for good measure. Uh, they got tired of scoring, I guess. Uh, that's why it went down every quarter. Um, uh, they got a pick six. They got a fumble touchdown return. Uh, and, and the Brandon Staley nail in the coffin. So that, that's the end of your, your your guy, your favorite coach. I'm going to miss him. I am. Balls of Staley. <laughs> that's truly your guy. So moment of silence oh. for Brandon Staley. I'm pouring one out right now. There's no chance he's getting another head coaching job ever again. <laughs> you Jackson got another, uh, you know. He wasn't this bad, I don't think. Whew. He was pretty bad, I know. All right. Uh, so that, How yeah, did he that was both get another D coordinator job, though? He couldn't call defense. <laughs> for for a, like a desperate franchise like the Panthers or something like that. Is, no, is how for Juco. That's that's <laughs> for for uh, Bethune Cookman State or something. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, your smartest uh, uh, of week fifteen. Oh boy, I'm going to uh, Miami in the Miami Jets game. Yeah, I'm giving this one to uh, Tula Tua and Jalen Waddle. I don't know if you saw, but Quinnen Williams got a sack on. To a middle of the second quarter, ten nothing game, uh, decides that at what he's going to do in in response to this sack is he's going to mock Jalen Waddle's dance, <laughs> right? The little Waddle, you know, thing mm-hmm. that he does. Uh, very next play, Tua just airs one out to Waddle <laughs> for a sixty yard touchdown. That is how you respond to a guy in your house getting up and doing your dance, mocking your team, is you just air it out to the guy in the very next play for a 60-yard TD. So Tua and Waddle hooking up, shoving it in, in the face, and, and, and in the rear of Quinnen Williams is my smartest of the week. Yeah, they, they toasted them. Uh, my smartest of the week would be uh, all these awesome late-season run-the-ball efforts, old-school gridiron, grind it out, all that good stuff. Um, I already talked about Buffalo, but I'm, I want to give smartest to all the rest of the teams who did the same thing in this week 15. Baltimore put 251 yards uh, of rushing on Jacksonville to snuff them out. Uh, your, your lock of the week, the Rams and Kyron Williams, uh, he puts away the commanders Saturday. Uh, the Colts, Troy Sermon and Tyler Goodson uh, running down the Steelers' throats. Uh, Detroit, Jameer Gibbs, David Montgomery, they push around the Broncos. They had no answers. All of them taking advantage of the hogs up front. That's bully ball. I'm all about the bully ball, and I'm going to give another award to the bully ball because that's how much I love seeing it. Yeah, it's old school. It's, you know, but it's December, right? Even though it wasn't really a lot of, you know, it wasn't weather driven. It's just you've got to exploit weaknesses. And we've talked about we talked about this with, with with Derrick Henry and the Titans and how they're so different because all these teams now have gotten the, have the, you've had to change defense to be pass you know stop in the pass we have to be more pass coverage oriented which makes you lighter and 
more easy to run on. So maybe we're starting to see that because we are starting to see running totals like we haven't seen in a while. I, I don't know if that's a, a permanent trend or if it's a late season trend or, or what, yeah. but yeah, it seemed like a, a bunch of teams all at once in week 15 were like, okay, we're, we're, we're through trying to air it out. Let's just run it down these people's throats and, and get out of here and do it the way that we're supposed to do it. And it, and it worked. It did. Brings you uh, to your dumbest of the week. Yeah, I, I hate to go back to the same uh, game that I talked about already, but I'm going to the Raiders and the Clippers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm giving this one. I, I don't know if you saw this because it happened so late in the game. I'm giving my dumbest of the week to Austin Eckler. I definitely who, didn't see anything that happened in that game late. Oh, this is the best. Austin Eckler decides that he's going to get an 11-yard run. And he gets up right in the face of a Raiders defender and right for all the fans and gives the big first down sign, right? You know, oh, like no. all these guys do whenever – it was it was 63-7 to seven <laughs> when he did that. And I don't, I don't care what you're doing. And he did right, rightfully get roasted all over – the socials, you know, this week. And so it's out there. It's hilarious. But yeah, he gets up right in the face of the defender, just does the first down thing, drops the ball. Like he's the coolest guy on earth. And they're losing by 56 points when he did that. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Austin Eckler, dumbest of the week. Don't, 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 don't. That reminds me of some of those NBA players. Some of those kids yeah. are so happy it's when the, they make a big it's the three. Chris, and they... Or it's the, Chris, yeah, it's the Chris Paul meme, <laughs> which I'm sure you've seen, you know, where it shows the yeah. picture and it says, you know, Chris Paul hits the three to, you know, cut the lead to 42. Um, <laughs> that's what that pretty much was. Austin Eckler, great job. You got a first down and you're losing by, uh, what, eight touchdowns? <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah, you know, Eckler has had so little success this year. I guess he hasn't celebrated anything he can. Uh, my dumbest of Week 15, the Seahawks down 10 nothing near the half could have turned the tide and just chose not to. Uh, they, they On fourth down, they set up a hard count to draw the uh, Eagles successfully off sides. There was a guy that jumped. I was, I was watching the play. I don't know if this made the socials or not because it was a small thing, but I was like, what What are they doing? They they did the hard count, and they made the guy jump briefly offside, yeah. and, they, and they did nothing. They didn't snap the ball. They didn't jump out of their stance. They didn't do anything. They just sat there and, and held perfectly still and, and instead called timeout and took the field goal. you got to have a place set up for the hard count. I'm sorry. Why are you even running the hard count? if you're not going to take advantage when they jump offside for the hard count. So that was stupid to me because what's the point of doing that? Aaron Rodgers, when he sets that up, as soon as the guy jumps, he his center knows, snap the ball. They know. It's a free yep. play. Go. Yep. Go time. And they didn't snap it. You don't even have to snap it. The, the, the old line needs to jump at that point because when they jump and the defender's outside in the neutral zone, that's automatically on the defense. And they held perfectly – like – they got trained or coached to hold perfectly still uh, on the on the hard count, and that's fine because they don't want you to false start and fuck up the play. I understand that, but 
you also got to have some some football sense or some savvy. The, the uh, Seahawks won the game, so it's a little uh, you know small potatoes by me to pick that out. But I just I, my 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 mouth was open when I saw that. I was like, the dude is offside. He you you, you did it. You got him to jump, and you didn't do anything about it. Like what what are you doing? So that was my dumbest of the week. Yeah, although that you know they were playing the long game because they ended up winning. <laughs> right. They, they knew they had the uh, the Eagles right where they wanted them, right? Yes, exactly. A 92-yard game-winning drive by Drew Locke. You saw that oh, coming, wow. right? Uh, sure, of course. Everybody saw that coming. <laughs> well, I mean, in a way, I kind of did because he targeted DK Metcalf repeatedly. Um, sure. And and I said that's how you beat the Eagles. Is you take one of these uh, robot wide receivers that destroy everybody like like Debo did to to, to Philly, um, and now you got DK who's one of those as well, and you use him. They didn't use him for most of the game, but they used him when it counted at the end. And then yeah. uh, toasting James Bradbury uh, on the 29-yard oh, touchdown. Don't worry. To we'll talk Jackson about that. Jackson Smith and Sid Chikma. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll be, don't, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, your surprise of Week 15. Uh, my surprise, you already gave it your uh, best of the week, but my surprise is seeing Josh Allen throw for 91 yards <laughs> and the Bills win by three touchdowns naturally, right? Of course, sure. because this is just the NFL in, in 2023 that you have a, a huge game between a 10-win team and an 8-win team or soon worse to be, you know, a 9-win team, you know, a 10-win team and 7 wins, but whatever. Huge game. Dallas goes to Buffalo, and if I tell you before the game, Josh Allen's going to throw for 94 yards. Uh, I'm like, oh, shit, the Bills are Yeah, oh, boy. Oh, man. Uh, how's this going to go? You know, how many how many house calls did Deron Bland have in this game? <laughs> no, Josh Allen, 7 of 15 for 94 yards, one touchdown, and Buffalo wins by 21 points. Uh, absolutely uh, blew me away. All the indicators were that this was going to be, you know, Dak versus Allen, and this was going to be a shootout. They both combined for 228 yards passing. Combined. Um, it was it was the James Cook show. Everybody getting it done on the ground. Latavius Murray, Murray falls into the end zone. They're using this Ty Johnson. You, you name them. They were running. Even even Josh Allen, who's normally the leading rusher, didn't have to do it all by himself. But, yeah, he even chipped one in on the ground because, of course, he did. Um, not anything going for either team in the passing game. And the Bills just still absolutely, like you said, manhandled, dismantled, whatever you want to call it. Uh, they, they pretty much sunned the Cowboys. And... Man, yeah, the Bills are they're, they're they're peaking at the right time. I know they struggled today, but at least if you at least they struggled in one, so they're still setting themselves up for that playoff run. They really set themselves right against Dallas, and the way they did it was a surprise. Yeah. Hey, what happened? No, yeah. it was a, definitely a surprise and, and a thing of beauty, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, my surprise of the week. Uh, the Chiefs are still trying to make Kadarius Tony a thing. <laughs> Eventually, you got to cut that out. He's going to make Patrick Mahomes have a nervous breakdown. He's absolutely. I was surprised that they keep trying to go back to Kadarius Tony. Like, oh, okay, he's got the physical skill, uh, skills and tools. We all know that, but 
how many guys have we seen throughout the years of our 40 years of watching football, uh, guys that have the physical tools that they can't play football. Some guys just can't play football. Even if you got all the skills and, and all the physical traits, you, you just can't do it. Mahomes freaked out after Kadarius Tony uh, tipped a perfectly thrown pass into the air for an INT. Uh, did you see the reaction of Mahomes on the sideline? I, not on that one, no. He was basically had this look on his face like he's Rodney Dangerfield. Like, what? What is going on? I, I can't get no respect. What? What is happening here? And he was Boy, so exasperated. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I get no respect. Um, he, he, Tony is terrible. Um, he's got drizzling shits wrapped up. Like that that award is finished. There is nobody that's come close to playing as terrible at football this season as Kadarius oh. Tony. That's a, that's a lifetime of of, of fuck ups that he's had this season. Um, and, and he's going to drive uh, Mahomes and Andy Reid absolutely crazy. Now they figured it out. Well, I don't finally. know. There's a, there's a wide receiver duo in Pittsburgh. Uh, that might be giving him a run for their for his money didn't happen today, right? But of course not, because there's talent. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, but yeah, I know I totally get what you're saying. I don't know if either one of those guys has single handedly lost their team two games. And they finally figured it out because Kadarius Tony for this um, Christmas Day game inactive. They finally <laughs> came up with a <laughs> phantom injury, and they said, "Son, go go sit down." We, we, oh, we yeah. But but I was surprised that they even lasted that long because like you you got to know you got to know at some point that he's, he's got just not good turf toe or you know, something, something. <laughs> F- fatigue is that what they they call it in baseball with the pitchers just arm fatigue arm fatigue yes his arm tired. is just tired yeah yeah they they figure some injury out for him I forget what it was but it doesn't matter um. So you're let down uh, of, of week 15. I, I've avoided going to this spot too many times, but, you know, you can only do this enough before I finally have to call out Arthur Smith and <laughs> Falcons offense. This is supposed to be an offensive guru, right? He, he came, he had unlocked this Derrick Henry play action. I'm starting to think it was the players and not the coach. Um, you think Derrick Henry was the key there? You think? I think Derrick Henry was the key. Uh, okay. I'm thinking that having that sort of generational freak athlete that you could go out there and just consistently hammer out 200-yard rushing, yeah, that, that might be the secret. Because um, it's clearly not Arthur Smith. Manages only one touchdown, uh, the first touchdown, for the game, actually the only touchdown in the whole game was scored by Atlanta uh, en route to a 9-7 embarrassing loss to the Carolina Panthers. The Falcons have now lost to so many eliminated playoff teams. They've lost to the Cardinals. Uh, they lost to the Panthers now. They lost to Washington. They, they just keep stacking up and embarrassing losses, and this you just throw this one right on the pile. Uh, their number one draft pick, B. John Robinson goes seven for 11 with a fumble <laughs> lost. Uh, that's his stat line for the day. And now the Falcons are going to get uh, fined because they supposedly were playing uh, with the injury report with Bijan uh, because apparently he was sick. 
and nothing was reported, so that they're getting dinged for that. Uh, they keep leaning on these these guys, these these also rans like Tyler Algier and Jonu Smith being the leading rusher and receiver. It's a mess. Yeah. Uh, silly turnovers, terrible quarterback play, bad decision making. Uh, complete lack of offensive cohesion uh, for a team that, which is sadly wasting an extremely good defense this year, uh, just completely throwing the whole thing away, crapping themselves right out of the playoffs uh, in a division that they, boy, if they played any even league average on offense uh, division, they'd be running away with uh, Arthur Smith and that Atlanta offense has just been a massive letdown. I concur. <laughs> you know, I didn't have a huge expectations for the Falcons, but we both we did both pick them to win the NFC South, right? Yeah, because it's so bad. Yes. I don't know what the coaching staff has been drawing up this year, and Sunday was the, the rock bottom. So I'm uh, 100% with you. Don't have to go too much about it, but Desmond Ritter in field goal range just flings it across his body uh, oh. for an INT. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible interception, and the Panthers drive for the uh, for the field goal and the win. Uh, no wonder Ritter got benched because that's just uh, so there's a lot of problems there. It's not just Arthur Smith; it's also he, he can't trust his quarterback, but at the same time, and apparently he can't trust his running back because he's uh, not playing him very much. Because uh, I I don't know I you know I don't know if Bijan Robinson is the next Derrick Henry at all, but he's yeah he's pretty damn big and and you might want to give him more than seven carries in the game and see what he what he makes out of it um but yeah I, only uh I was gonna say I remember when they signed Tyler Heineke, and I still remember what I put out on Twitter about how bad that Falcons quarterback room was that they should form uh they were gonna make a buddy cop movie about these guys called uh short leash and stopgap <laughs> and boy is that not playing out right before our eyes with Ritter with the short leash, and then you bring in this stopgap, you know, option in Heineke. You don't. What's the saying? If you have two quarterbacks, you don't have any. And oh, that's right. Man, they need to trade for Justin Fields like now. <laughs> we get to see uh, stopgap step in there tomorrow. Uh, it is stopgap tomorrow. That's right. Uh, only seven runs for Bijan in the driving rainstorm. Like, what? What else do you need? What do you need to to have to to use him more? Like, yeah. what do you want? Carolina had no touchdowns. You can't. You cannot lose that game. So yes, yeah, so I completely concur. Terrible, terrible letdown. Brings right. uh, it you to your Joe. Joe, where you Joe, at? Where are you, Joe? Struggling. He he was drinking. Yeah, <laughs> allegedly. The the producer has the goop. I apologize. Uh. You highlighted it, James Bradbury. <laughs> First of all, not you're, you know you're struggling. You didn't just give up the catches to DK. You gave up every reception on that 92-yard drive, the final touchdown drive by Drew Locke and the, and the Seattle Seahawks. Every reception on that drive was James Bradbury. Every single one, including the touchdown to JSN to ice it. Absolutely wild that you watch one guy all the way get dog walked down the field by Drew Locke. <laughs> if that's not struggling, I, I don't know what is. 
that 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 is the quintessential struggling that you go out there and get picked on all the way down the field and then give up the game-winning touchdown uh, to Drew Locke and the Seahawks in, in, in a game that the Eagles were, were winning the whole way. It was gutty, uh, but they did get that lead. That They had my cover. Everything was good. And, yeah, then they get them down to the eight because they just couldn't quite get there with the offense, so they have to punt. Not much time left on the clock. And uh, James Brayberry just gives up the booty all the way down the field. And, uh, yeah, struggling. Uh, in the Lemuel Stinson manner of getting toasted over Man. and over and over again. Uh, shout out to Lemuel Stinson, wherever he may be. Toast. Um, toast. Uh, I, I play the full uh, Joe Namath, not the full full, but I, I go extended when I uh, honor his team in, in this particular award. I want to kiss you. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. And boy, are the Jets struggling. Oh. I, I didn't give them worse, but, Joe, your your guys are definitely struggling. They got swept by the Dolphins. They get officially yeah. eliminated from playoff contention. They lose the .00001% of hope that Karen Rodgers would come to the rescue and save their season. Uh, and naturally, in this year of MASH, uh, Zach Wilson follows his big 300-yard day by going to Miami and getting dumplings. Of course, naturally. Yep. Uh, so the Jets get shut out. Why is it every time I lock the Jets, they get assaulted? The week after you locked them. I already bitched about this. Well, so. I remember the one time you locked up the Jets, so and I laughed at you. <laughs> uh, and you should have laughed at this one, apparently. Uh, but you know what? I No, I didn't crap on your lock, though. You couldn't, because you weren't there. <laughs> I, but I had the Jets in the points. You were with me. I was with you on that, especially after what they shoot. I, I didn't know that Zach Wilson was going to go out and get dumplings and yeah. the team was going to go completely, you know, belly up. Um, man. Fins up went tits up, as you like to say. That's right. <laughs> uh, the, the, the Jets went tits up against the Fins, yes. actually. Not the Fins. The Fins were the ones that did it to them. Yes. I'm, I'm doing well to, to stay in here uh, as long as I as You're I hanging am. in. We're uh, actually getting through this quicker, I think. So this might end up being a short show, which is perfectly fine. Which is good for me, because I got to go. And we have a short uh, slate, too. So That's right. Uh, so that was my struggling. That means you're Danielle. Ah, uh, Danielle. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to love this one. But I'm giving my what the fuck to Darnell Moody. Uh, Dude, you are laying on the ground in the end zone on the Hail Mary and the the Browns go up and they do the right thing. They swat the ball into your lap. Knock it down. Just, just, they knocked it down and it, it hits him. He's laying there. The ball is in his hands. Touchdown, Bears win, game over. And somehow he screws it up so bad it has to turn it into a pick for the Browns off of him back to themselves. Oh, <laughs> I mean, and he had it. It was it, it, what the fuck, dude? What are you doing? It, game over. And that would be one of those goat level S tier hail mary plays you'd see forever. Just like we talked about the one with Jacksonville where the guy batted it right to the receiver. This was the guy just laying there, and the ball gets batted right into his lap, right on his belly. It's right – oh. 
yeah, I, I, sorry. I hate to do that to you, but, uh, yeah, it, it was right there, perfectly thrown, jump ball into the end zone, all the little, you know, bumping and all those things that happen, and the Browns go up and bat it right into a dude's lap, and he couldn't come down with it. And, it was, and he couldn't come down with it so bad that he bobbles it back to the other team to still pick it off in the end zone. <sighs> And screw his quarterback. Stop Bears. Stop Bears. Put a pick on. No, it doesn't feel. He threw a a pick. (laughs) He's terrible. He threw the game losing interception. He's awful. (laughs) He's like that cutler. Oh, get him out of town. That's right. He's He's not tough. (laughs) I concur. Oh, my God. Not only does Chicago throw away another big lead, mm-hmm. not only do they gag up massive chunk plays in the fourth to give it away, but Justin Fields launched a Hail Mary that could have saved everything, and we know what happened. Right off his stomach. Yeah. I I mean, they they, you know, got a bunch of t- uh, turnovers, so that's good, but they left everyone on Cleveland open. That's bad. Uh, so that's the, that's how the big comeback happened, and then but don't I never, Flacco, man, he's just gunslinging. Throw it up, yeah, just throw it up. But yeah, I've never seen an INT off the wide receiver's stomach, down his leg, <laughs> off his foot, yeah, and in the air for an interception. That's a neat trick, Darnell Moody. That's 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 kind of impressive. I don't know how the hell you managed to do that. Uh, but yeah, that was like the the bird and Jordan off the ball, off the wall, off the sideboard, off the backboard, nothing but net. I, he went off his stomach, down his leg. I've never seen anything quite like that. So I had the same reaction as you. What the fuck was that? Okay. Well, we were uh, kumbaya several times on this one, um, even to the point where we had awards just in different categories for guys. So that's right. Do you happen to remember uh, your last? couple of awards for last week because we got cut off. Oh, sure. My week 14 awards. What What are we talking about here? Which ones did I miss? You definitely, I definitely didn't get your Danielle, and I think uh, you didn't get your struggling in either. Um, so my, 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 my Joe, my struggling was uh, talking about the Eagles Super Bowl hangover, <laughs> rearing its ugly head at the worst possible time. Um, in their losing streak. Um, and that continued again against Seattle. So that, that's very prescient. Uh, that, that sort of seems to be continuing. And then my, uh, my Danielle, what we had already talked about during the awards. And I might've even said that that was my uh, Danielle was the three, uh, nothing dome game. <laughs> yeah. That, that is a, what the fuck that's, that's for sure. So, yeah, those were my uh, – that was the final touches on my week 14 recap. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to see if you had that available. I know you, you know, worked hard on them like I do. So. All, I keep them all now in a spreadsheet. See, that that's just too modern for me. I've still so, used a pen and paper. So I've got the whole season. I could, You just tell, tell me a week, and I could just scroll right <laughs> back to it and pull, up, pull it up and – Yeah. Uh, no. so, 
So uh, you, you didn't hear the, uh, the the podcast version. So my struggling in week 14 was the, the clips being Brady Clinton done. And yeah, because <laughs> uh, before that Thursday yeah. nighter, they got their ass beat by uh, the Broncos at home yep. 24 to 7 and looked like they were quitting then. So, uh, so there was that. Uh, my what the fuck, I kind of wanted to talk to you about it because we didn't get a chance to talk about it. I wanted to see your uh, opinions or, or thoughts about it. My what the fuck at week 14 was Tommy DeVito's agent. Did you see that shit? Okay. Yes, <laughs> but you're going to have to refresh my memory. So that he was doing, he was, uh, was it the Monday nighter? Yeah. Against the Packers. Giants uh, beat the Packers on Monday night. They, they keep going to DeVito's agent in the crowd. He's doing the Stugatz thing with his fingers. He's kissing yeah. DeVito's dad on the, on the cheeks. He's dressed like he's auditioning for the community theater production of Goodfellas. Like he was going all the way with, with all of the uh, Italian stereotype stuff. I, I get it; they're embracing the you know Italian mafia stuff, which okay, but they they went so far into it as to be a, a caricature about it. So that was why right. it was my what the fuck. Because I'm like, what ah, are we doing okay. out here? Yeah, they still are doing this. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a controversy about. Uh, DeVito making an appearance for a pizza parlor that they apparently they tried to uh, extort the the pizza parlor for more money because he's a, a quote unquote star now. Oh man! Uh, and Even though he's, on, bad... he's Tommy DeVito here, Danny DeVito, he's on his insanity <laughs> run right now. So yeah, his, his fifteen minutes are about up. It, yeah, enjoy it while it lasts, son. You'll, but he'll be a folk hero in New York. He'll he'll probably be able to open himself up a little, you know, Tommy Tommy DeVito's pizza place, and he'll he'll make he'll make money off the, off of this for the rest of his life because he had a insane few games run um, for for the Giants. Good job, son. Uh, I'll I'll predict that he'll get fired from a sports talk radio station 15 years from now for going on a racist rant or something. That's, oh, that's I was, my I was gonna, or, I don't, see, I was going to say for sexual harassment. Uh. <laughs> he, well, I don't. He's still living at home with his mama, so I don't know how much sex he can possibly. Well, I don't know. Um, I, I have no idea. But that whole you know Italian thing. I'm sure not everyone in his camp is happy with their depictions and. Uh, he they got such bad pub from the pizza thing. I guess he wound up going there for free, eventually. Yeah. So they they're just fumbling all over the place. Uh, the, the whole you know. Yeah. The the whole fifteen minutes of fame. They're not bathing yeah. themselves in glory uh, during this. He this thinks time. this is the Sopranos now or something. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I'm glad we were able to stay on long enough to get our uh, stuff in from fourteen and fifteen. Let's see how long the uh, connection continues to last. Um, I will go to the plugs now, and for the next couple of minutes, you'll hear me tell you where you can find the podcast version of the show, which might be the only place you can hear it. Because live, we work. might be we might be hearing uh, uh, uh what 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 did you say we we're hearing classical music live last week? Yeah, but I tried to listen to the show. It yeah. was playing classical music. Wow. <laughs> That certainly wasn't me. I don't. I don't even. I, I got uh, Johann Sebastian Bach on my on my soundboard, but I wasn't playing him. Trust me. So, uh, so who knows what's uh, being picked up live? Uh, hopefully, this is all going to the podcast. Um, and where you can find our podcast, uh, I'll play it now, and you can find that out. You are listening live to In Much Less Detail, the podcast, not on the radio, but only here on the website blogtalkradio.com/slash In Much Less Detail. 
To be notified when we're live, you can follow the show on the Blog Talk Radio website, or you can follow my Twitter feed at IMLDDre when I tweet out when we're live before every show. Jason is on Twitter, too. His feed is at IMLDJTG. Our show is available as a podcast where you get the live show and a special VIP after show. To listen to the show as a podcast about an hour or so after the live show is over, come back to the show page and look through our archives or subscribe on iTunes or any number of different podcasting apps, including Player.fm, Mixcloud, Blueberry, and the TuneIn Radio app. You'll get the whole show, the live show and the after show, downloaded straight to you. You can always send us a question or comment or shout out via email to the following email address in much less detail at gmail.com. You can follow all of our picks on our blog. The website for the blog is in much less detail.blogspot.com. Our Thursday night picks will be available Thursday afternoon on our Twitter feeds. Again, that's at IMLDDre and at IMLDJTG. This copyrighted broadcast is a production of Jay and Me and is solely performed for our entertainment as well as for any poor soul who happens to be listening. It is intended to be a football pick show for the private, non-commercial use of our audience. Any publication, reproduction, retransmission, or any other use of the descriptions and accounts of this podcast without the express written consent of Jay or me is strictly prohibited. All right, as we said, we have a bunch of games that have already taken place for Week 16. Uh, we started out Thursday night with the Rams beating up the Saints 30-22. to Jay had the Rams in that one, and I had the Saints. Uh, today's games, uh, I got that game back because I had the Steelers over the Bengals, and Jay had the Bengals. And then we both lost the uh, Bills pick because they were 12-and-a-half-point favorites and mm. managed to squeak it out. Uh, one by two. Two points. Yeah. <sighs> so, that's where we stand for Week 16. And now it's time to get into the rest of Week 16 in even less detail. Uh, starting with Indian Atlanta. Again, I'm going slow. I was like, and pick I'm... a game, any game. <laughs> yes. Uh, I was going to start with Cincinnati-Pittsburgh. We did that. Then Buffalo Chargers, oh. we did that. And then Indian Atlanta. Oh, we haven't done that one yet. There we go. Uh, Colts are 8-6. Falcons are 6-8. and eight. And definitely letting everybody down. Uh, for the Colts, uh, the receiver, uh, Michael Pittman, looked like he was going to be cleared from that Devontae KZ KO shot. Um, and then they switched up and said, nope, he's actually out. Uh, so he probably came up with symptoms again. Uh, but they are expecting to get running back Jonathan Taylor back for him from his thumb injury. And as we already talked about, Beerman is QB1 tomorrow for Atlanta. Taylor Heineken steps in for uh, the the awful Desmond Ritter. Uh, in this one, the Colts are actually still the underdogs plus two and a half at the Falcons. Uh, interesting line, uh, given the just complete ineptitude that the Falcons have shown over the last, let's say, six weeks. They, they've, they've won a couple of these games, but most of them, they've, if they've won, they've barely won. They've looked really bad, even in their wins, and even worse in their losses. One thing at least I'll give them, all their games are close. I, I guess that's a good thing, but they're even playing close against bad teams. I don't factor in the Colts as being a bad team. 
Michael Pittman's taking this game off because they're not going to need him. This is basically going to just be a week of rest. Perfect timing for uh, Jonathan Taylor coming back, too, because Zach Moss is banged up. So it's almost, you know, hey, just swap one out for the other. I expect Taylor to go out there and probably have himself a nice day. Gardner Minshew, that, that wide receiver core, they've been making some nice gains. Indy's rolling. Falcons are reeling. I'm going to take Indy as the road dog here. Yeah, I uh, agree that it's interesting that the Falcons still managed to be favored despite how disappointing they've been playing. Um, and yet I'm going to take them. Uh, I think the uh, defense that you talked about, how good they've been playing, yeah. they can come to the uh, to the fore and hold things together and then shut down the Colts. Uh, I don't know if Beerman's going to come to the rescue and do anything, but it, it wouldn't surprise me because some of the stuff that Ritter's been doing has just been so god-awful. Like, you, you almost f- think that Beerman can't be worse, right? So, uh, Indy's more organized but less talented physically. The, the Falcons aren't going to lose every game even though they have the better uh, weapons on the field. They, they they win some of these. So this is one of those I think are going to actually use the weapons that they have and, and get a victory over the Colts. Uh, Seattle goes to Tennessee. The Seahawks are 7-7. Seven and seven. The Titans are 5-9. and nine. Uh, Geno Smith will, uh, is expected to return from his groin injury, uh, but they won't have uh, Frank Clark or Jamal Adams in their uh, defense. The uh, Titans get a Tanny Show reboot because – uh, Mayo boy hurt his ankle. So Ryan Tannehill, one more start for the Titans. Uh, they also have key defenders out. It's, it's, it's again, it's, it's, it's mad. Yeah. Everybody's hurt. Yeah. Uh, for this one, the Seahawks are the not surprising road favorite. They are minus three and a half at the Titans. Yeah, I I find it hard to have strong feelings about this game either way. It's, you know, with both teams banged up on 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 defense. Uh, Geno Smith comes back. How's he going to look coming back from the injury? Uh, you know, Tennessee usually very stout against the run. You can you can pass on them. Uh, we'll see if you know how how's Henry going to look against the Seattle Bengals. It, it, the whole thing's a mess. I'm taking the hook. I'll take Tennessee. Um, uh, I, we pick them all. <laughs> there you have it. Um... I can't pick the Titans. They, they, they're disappointing as well, obviously, with the 5-9 and nine, uh, record. I didn't think they were uh, capable of playing down the way that they have, but uh, they, they absolutely have. Titans should be undefeated in Nashville, too. They just find ways to lose those uh, those home games. They don't. They can't play on the road, obviously, but right. those, those home games, they, they should have won because the two that they lost, uh, they should have won both of those, too. Uh, now they draw a team that's actually better than them and should just beat them. There, there shouldn't be any uh, craziness or, or shenanigans to this one. I, I got Geno Smith over Ryan Tannehill, and I will take the uh, the Seahawks. Uh, we move on to Detroit, Minnesota. Uh, first divisional matchup of the year between these two teams. Uh, Lions are 10-4. and four, Vikings are 7-7, seven and seven, trying to fight for uh, a playoff spot. Uh, for the Vikings, their running back Alexander Madison should play, but he's basically been demoted now. He's behind Ty yeah. Chandler, uh, so he'll be there, but he might not get more than about four or five carries. Um, for this one, the Lions are the road favorite, minus three at the Vikings. Lions, I think, are going to – well, I should say the Vikings are getting the Lions at a bad time, which is the Lions after that stretch of – you know, kind of muddling along. Their defense wasn't playing good. They seem to find their mojo again against uh, Denver. 
And, you, you know, you, sometimes you see those teams, they kind of get that, that mid-season lull. Well, now the Lions know, hey, we're playing a division opponent. This is the closest division opponent to us. I, 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 it's Nick Mullins. I don't expect <laughs> him to, you know, have do anything great. Um, he's got his weapons, but, yes, clearly they've made the better move by benching Madison. Uh, he is a backup running back. Ty Chandler has been playing, not, not Tyson Chandler, Ty Chandler <laughs> has been playing nice for them. But Detroit, they're healthy. They've got all those pieces on offense. They come at you so many different ways. I think that's enough for them to win and cover a field goal here. Uh, I concur. Lions got to show Vikes uh, that they're not on their level, especially with Nick Mullins at the helm. Uh, like I said, to get them two, uh, two games in the last three weeks to end the season, uh, they got to they gotta do it to them twice. They got to beat them bad yeah. here in Minnesota, then they got to go back home to Detroit and really uh, blow them out and send a message. So I, I will take the Lions along with you. Uh, Commanders, Jets, uh, speaking of, we pick them all. Uh, Washington, 4-10, and 10, Jets are 5-9. and nine. Uh, Washington is two O-linemen out, and Brian Robinson, the running back, still can't get back on the field with his hamstring injury. For the Jets, of course, uh, we talked about Zach Wilson. Uh, the Bill Hunter is Dumplins. He's out. So Trevor Simeon gets the nod at quarterback uh, for the Jets. Uh, who is attending this game? That's, that's what I want to know. Who's actually going to the Meadowlands and watching Commander's Jets? Uh, Washington cop out line plus three at New York. I don't care who the quarterback <laughs> is for the Jets. It doesn't matter. All you have to do, in Washington, everybody in this organization right now, the quarterback, the coach, everybody, it's, it's dead man walking time. I don't know if they're playing for anything anymore, but all I know is all Trevor Simeon has to do is throw it deep. It'll work. Find, <laughs> throw it deep to Garrett Wilson. Throw it to whoever they've got. Just, just you know, if Wayne Krebet wants to come out of retirement, <laughs> just throw it deep. Everybody, just go get it. Uh, I'm going to take the Jets here. They still play the good defense at home. Uh, Washington, eh, they, they, they're, they're done. Uh, I mean, they're, they ha- I don't know if, they're, if they've quit, but they're just bad. They, they got that little bounce right after they traded their best defensive players. That's gone away. Now they just give up the booty to everybody through the air. I think that's enough for the Jets to win and cover. Even to Trevor Simeon? Even to Trevor Simeon. Everybody has it. had their best game of the season against this Washington <laughs> pass defense. Everybody. I understand that. I, I still can't do it. It's just I, I don't trust either team for a second, first of all. But uh, Jets, you know, minus three as favorites over anybody, uh, the way that they're playing, uh, no, I, I, I can't do it. So I'll take Washington. Hopefully they just find a way to lose by two. Um, but, but I can't <laughs> take the Jets minus three. It's a stunning endorsement. You're just hoping for a push here, aren't you? Pretty much. I, I, I don't trust either team. Not not at all. Uh, Packers, Panthers. Uh, tough to t- trust these teams, too. Green Bay, 6-8, and eight and uh, basically on their deathbed. And the Panthers at 2-12, and 12, somehow winning that game last week against uh, Atlanta. Uh, A.J. Dillon uh, should return from his thumb injury at running back for Green Bay, but Christian Watson, once again, will not be out there to receive yeah. with his hamstring injury. Uh, despite that, Green Bay is still the favorite, minus four at Carolina. Yeah, I don't like this Packers team for Jordan Love, who's a, you know with the young quarterback, where he's just not, he just doesn't have his pieces. They're all banged up. They haven't really been right offensively all year. Aaron Jones is out, or Dylan's out, or you know, the, some, sometimes they're both out. Um, 
you know, no Christian Watson for an extended period of time. Jaden Reed is nicked up. It's just too much going on with that for me to have a lot of confidence in them. I'm going to take the Panthers here and the points. I still think that the Packers win, but I think the Carolina, who's they're not really playing for anything, but they've at least like they at least showed last week. Like if you let them hang around, you know they'll hang around. They can beat you. They they, they you can't let them do it. I think the Packers don't have the weapons to just put these guys to bed early. I think that the Panthers hang around and get a cover. They'll also beat you if you throw across your body in the red zone for a terrible eye in Oh, yes, they will. The, the whole bottom will fall out of Green Bay if they uh, find a way to get beat by Bryce Young. Um, and yet, for reasons that you listed, I concur. Uh, Packers' defensive metrics are all trending down, and the Panthers' defensive metrics are all trending up. Like, it does not seem like it's going to turn out well for Green Bay. I love the under here. Um, and I, I'm going to take the Panthers and the four points along with you, and, and I think they can even win the game. They can beat Atlanta. They can beat Green Bay. Uh, the Browns and the Texans uh, have a very interesting battle for uh, playoff seeding and trying to push themselves up uh, closer to the top of the wild cards. Uh, Cleveland at 9-5, and five, Houston at 8-6. and six. Um, We know about Cleveland uh, and their quarterback situation. They've moved on to Joe Flacco and gave him all the money and, and – Praise him as their savior. Houston uh, will have to go to more Case Keenum because uh, C.J. Stroud is still dumpling. Um, they won't have their rookie defender, uh, Will Anderson, again with his bad ankle, but Nico Collins looks to return at wide receiver from his calf injury. The uh, Browns are the uh, road favorites here. They love some Joe Flacco. They are minus three at the Texans. And for good reason. Joe Flacco has been the man since he came back, and he's just airing it out. You know, you want to talk about this, you know, just play like there's no tomorrow, this devil-may-care attitude. It, Joe Flacco is it right now, right? He's the old guy. He's getting a shot. He's putting some stuff on film. If he wants a contract next year or, if he, you know, if he still wants to play in the league going forward, he's making himself a great case. Um, not a great case would be Keenum on the other side of the ball. See what I did there? And mm-hmm. – uh, him missing pieces at Houston, they they had their their peak. They are not their peak without C.J. Stroud. And I know they got that win last week, but the, no, this is Cleveland. Cleveland's defense, though, not the same on the road, but they're also going on the road against a team that's not really throwing all of its weapons at them. And I think Cleveland's rolling into the playoffs here. I'm taking the Browns, giving the points, locking it up. Ooh. Hey, hey! I saw you with the uh, with the with the case there, uh, locking up the the brownies. Um, not trying to crap on your lock. I'm gonna go with the uh, with the Texans and Case Keenum, and they shouldn't have won that game uh, again in in Tennessee. I understand that, uh, but Keenum did play a lot better than I thought he would. He was uh, uh, he was he was much better than I figured. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna take. Uh, uh, Houston, uh, the Joe Flacco renaissance is great, as, uh, but Gates Keenum might outgun him. Uh, both defenses are tough. Who gets pressure uh, should get the W, who gets the most pressure, and I was actually had to go to the stats for that one, and I was surprised to see that it's actually, by a pretty wide margin, uh, the Texans. They have 52 hurries on the season, and Cleveland only has 33. Uh, so I don't know what uh, D'Amico Ryan is doing with that D down there in Houston, but I think they're going to get after Flacco, and 
cause some turnovers, and uh, I'll, I'll take the Texans, and and I'm crapping on your lock. Okay. Uh, I, 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 I'm a big boy. I can take it. All right. Uh, move so on I to the late. I, I need to pick up my lock on you here, so yes, let's go. <laughs> and I can win a game and get a lock. That's what I need. Uh, to the late Sunday uh, action tomorrow. Jacksonville, Tampa Bay down in Florida. Uh, Jags at 8-6, Tampa at 7-7. Seven seven. They're, they're both in Florida. This game's actually in Tampa. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was dumplings. He has been cleared, we think. Uh, again, check your uh, inactives tomorrow because uh, yeah. there's a lot of uh, shenanigans being played with some of these uh, injuries. And some guys get cleared and then they get uncleared and then they get cleared again and they come up with a phantom injury. And uh, we, we think Trevor Lawrence is playing uh, quarterback tomorrow for the Jags. Uh, and Zay Jones with his hand is probably not, but uh, they haven't made an official ruling on that yet. Uh, Jags, uh, basically have to pick them. Jags are minus one at Tampa. I'm, I'm, have, I'm talking about struggling. I am struggling with the Jaguars right now, who should just be on cruise control into the playoffs here. All the pieces are there for them, and we're just we're watching them do the victory auto wreckers right in front of us this season. It's not as bad as what we watched the Titans do last year to crap away the division. So I don't think the Jags are crapping away the division, but it's not looking real good for them. Um, and they've they've really been struggling lately. I'm taking the Bucks here. Uh, we talk about the Bucks and their one magic play, and it just keeps working. So just keep throwing the ball to Mike Evans, and they've sprinkled Chris Godwin back in, and Rashad White, who is the least efficient, most productive back in the league. Uh, He's going to get his. I'll take Baker at home uh, to keep his season rolling. The first place Bucks. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. The Jags don't smell good, and uh, on the other side, Baker discovered Chris Godwin's on his team. He doesn't have to get any more texts from, from Godwin's wife or something. Uh, so he actually is targeting Godwin and, and making him a part of the offense and not just throwing it up to Mike Evans. So that's, that's a good thing. Um, again, Jags defensive metrics, all trending down Tampa's offensive metrics, all trending up. Uh, I concur. And I will take the, the bucks to knock off the Jags on to uh, the uh, Cardinals and bears, the former Chicago Cardinals who are now in Arizona and playing the Chicago bears uh, Arizona three and eleven, Chicago five and nine. Uh, just because of uh, Justin Fields and all the the drama around him, it feels like the Chicago media is making him uh, making it every game uh, is a referendum on on Justin Fields. Well, is it? Would you? You're more of the Bears fan. I mean, I grew up in Chicago, but you're the Bears fan. Isn't this just the way it's always been? Yeah, so Justin um, Fields wins the game. They've got they've got the two articles already written, right? To keep them, <laughs> get rid of them, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's sickening. Yeah, basically, if he's not like the most perfect quarterback ever, they want to get rid of him. So, right. any game he plays where he doesn't win it, they uh, he, he's he's terrible. Got to got to get rid of him. Um, but be, between that and Kyler Murray uh, continuing his uh, comeback from. Uh, from his injury, this is actually one of the more interesting, you know, three win versus five win games. I think you could have out there. Sure. Uh, cards will not have Hollywood Brown. Uh, he's got a bad heel. Uh, the Bears have gotten some great blocking out of Tevin Jenkins, but he's dumpling, so he won't be there tomorrow either. Uh, 
Cards are the underdog in Chicago plus four at the Bears. I don't have the numbers like you have the numbers, but I'm going to say, just from what I've seen, that that Bears defense, since they made the trade for Montez Sweat, has got to be trending up because they have been. They are. They are getting pressure. They are getting turnovers. They are a completely different looking defense. And Justin Fields has been playing fine. Um, <laughs> they, their, their, their problem is blowing all these leads. Um, whether it's, you know, is it a late turnover? Is it, you know, Joe Flacco just, you know, finding wide open guys and carving up a defense uh, that way? Um to lose these games, especially where they're in plus in the turnover. It's just so such a frustrating season for the Bears, who we talked about are in that unique position of getting the number one pick and they don't have to tank, which is one of the most unique positions I think a team has ever been in. So they can keep trying. You have a quarterback who's playing for his future. I'm taking the Bears, given the points. Um, I thought about locking this one up. But there's a lot of positives for a real, you know, a bad team. They're actually starting to put things out there that that don't just look awful. They they don't. They're they're definitely better than they were last year, but they're still bad. Even though Justin Fields hasn't been as fun as he was last year, I, I've seen him making more plays through the air. He's finding DJ Moore. He's got a really nice report. There's there's, there's positive signs for the future. So what are they going to do at the end of the year? Eh, they're going to blow the whole thing up. <laughs> Because that's just what the Bears do. But I have, I'll take them here and I'll give the points. Yeah, they have to keep trying because apparently uh, every game, if Justin Fields doesn't play well, he's, he's at risk of being shipped out like he's a migrant and, and thrown into another city or something. Uh, it's crazy how they treat athletes down uh, in, in Chicago, up to, up in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, no, I, uh, uh, I'm, I'm taking the Bears as well. This is a game that they can actually win they, a game they should win. They, they've had all these games where they've had plenty of chances to win and found a way to blow it. This is a, an opponent they should handle. Uh, doesn't mean they will, but they should. Um, and, yeah, I don't have the uh, deep, deep numbers, but the pass defense uh, is trending up. And maybe even more importantly, they've uh, managed to uh, make themselves number one in the league in run defense. The number one run defense in all of football is the Chicago Bears. Uh, so yeah, they're they're terrible, and they got to get rid of the quarterback. Anyway, yeah, um, I, I concur, and I will take the uh, the Bears. Uh, here we go, Dallas Miami, uh, both ten and four should be a, a really yeah. fun one. It's still um, not the game of the week. Well, no, but it is certainly up there. Dallas, of course, all four losses on the road, and Miami was undefeated at home before the uh, the Titans found a way to, to sneak one out on them. Uh, Dallas is. O-line is a little beat up. Miami's O-line is really beat up. So this is another one where uh, it might not be as clean or, or crisp as we would hope for two ten and 4 teams. Uh, but Miami is expecting it uh, to get uh, Tyreek Hill back from his ankle injury, which is, a, a, of course, a big uh, a big deal there. Uh, Dallas is a only a one-and-a-half point underdog at Miami. Yeah, a surprisingly close line uh, given – where the two teams are knowing Miami's strength at home, seeing what Dallas is, the, 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 the heckle and jide team that they've had uh, to not have a cop out line here feels a little weird. Um, however, I'm taking Dallas. Uh, this is on pure instinct. I'm, uh, this is a just because pick. Cause I think everything is saying 
wow, they went, you know, they went to Buffalo. Buffalo ran all over them. The Dolphins aren't quite that same kind of animal. I know they've got those the fast running backs. They can come at you with HN and Mostert. They can do a lot of things that way. I don't know if they commit to that. I don't think that they can have that same fortitude at home with, with that coach, and you know, to, to just not try to air this out. And I think that plays into Dallas's strength in the defense. So I, while I do think that Dallas is going to give up some big plays, I think that their pass defense can also make some big plays. I think that's enough that they can maybe spring a trap here going into Miami. Uh, all week I was going uh, Dolphins uh, because I saw I know Mike McDaniel saw what Buffalo did to Dallas on the ground and right. I trust and believe he was scheming up some wicked run plays and, and Tyreek on play action uh, will be ready to burn. Um, I, uh, the PFF podcast brought up a little bit of the same points that you were just bringing up. I, I worry about the Miami run blocking. It's not the same animal. It's it's a, it's a whole different scheme. It's zone blocking. It's speed. It's uh, opening up holes on the perimeter. Um, it's not just going and, and pushing it down your throat and, and pushing you back 20 yards. So, uh, yeah, I think that plays into the Cowboys. Uh, you, you want the, If you're the Cowboys, you want them to try to get uh, outside with their fast guys because then you get to have your fast guys get out there and meet them at the holes and say, hey, you thought you were going to get out here and run for a while. Nope, I'm sitting right here. Um so, yeah, I concur. I, I think Dallas is uh, embarrassed from what Buffalo did to them. I think they're going to come out uh, fired up. Um, and, and I think the Miami's way of running, I, I uh, didn't think about it the way you phrased it, but I definitely agree with you that they're not going to commit as much to the run as Buffalo did either uh, because Mike McDaniel is so in love with his passing game, and I don't blame him at all. But, yeah, they're not going to try to run for 266 uh, on Dallas uh, because they, they're trying to, to get it done through the air. Um, I think they're both going to get it done through the air. I think Dak can uh, take it to Miami. I think it'll be a back and forth. And, and I got Dallas to come out on the on the other end of a high-scoring game. So Yeah, I mean, this, uh, this has got 33-30 to 30 written all over it. Or 34-31. How about that? Oh, is that what you yeah, have? That yes. Oh, okay. So so far off. We, we, we're, our opinions are so different on these games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, and, and that's another one that I just knew uh, I was going to surprise you and take the Cowboys on the road. And there's no You know, it's funny. I was that. thinking Dolphins all week, too. But the more I thought about <laughs> the game, I, I, was, I, I, I came to this one late. It wasn't as soon as I made the pick. But I would say by Friday, I was – like oh, I, I'm getting starting to get those little hairs standing up on the back of my neck, telling me, you know, my spidey sense is tingling that this could be a Dallas upset here on the road after they just got embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess we got the same spidey sense, so we we, we concur. All right, Sunday night will be Patriots uh, and Broncos on Christmas Eve. Uh, New England three and eleven, Denver seven and seven. Don't know how many of us are going to be staying up to to watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least it might be kind of interesting. There might be snow, so there hasn't been too many snow games. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how that turns out. It hasn't been much. We, we have no snow here. It's supposed to be near 50 on Christmas. That's insane up there where you are. Yeah. This will be our first uh, Christmas without snow in five years. Wow. 
Uh, it, it has been uh, unseasonably warm. I was hoping it would stay unseasonably warm for uh, this coming Friday when I uh, go out to the uh, to the Liberty Bowl and work my last college football game, but it's not going to be very toasty. I think it's going to be in the 40s. So. Uh, no. But all well, the other games I went to, to uh, right, exactly. But all all the other games I worked, all of them were like, you know, 60, 70 degrees, just perfect. Could not ask for better weather all season. So I can't complain too much about uh, in the 40s. Anyway, uh, New England and Denver, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster uh, will not play. He's got an ankle injury for the Patriots. For Andre Stevenson, the running back, will not play. He also has an ankle injury. Patriots are the big underdogs here, plus seven and a hook at the Broncos. That's, uh, oh, my God. The, the, it, it, it almost physically pains me to, to say I'm going to take the Broncos and give that many points because it's so hard to have faith, even against, you know, a, the corpse of Goat Coach and, and Bailey Zappi, it's still over a touchdown cover. I, I can't do it. I'm taking the Patriots <laughs> and I'm taking the points. I, I don't, I don't, tr- that's a lot uh, for this line opened at five and a half and has gone up as high as eight um, wow. to get this thing to seven. Yeah. So just to get a full touchdown, um. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, there, there's some turmoil going on with the Broncos. We, we're starting to see some cracks. And I'll, I'll take Goat Coach and, and Bailey Zappi at a nice game. Uh, they, they, they tried to hang tight with the Patriots. He had that three touchdown game before that. They can do some things. Uh, not all is right with Denver. So I'll take the points. I cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can you? Did you try to take the the, the Broncos and give the seven half? He just could not. Could not make. Uh, yeah, as soon as I tried to type it in on my computer, the physical pain that overwhelmed <laughs> me. It was just so much easier to just put any in there. The, the arthritis just crippled your hand, and you're like, ah, can't can't do it. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. You know, which coach is going to cuss out his quarterback first in this one? I, I think the. <laughs> I think it's going to be Sean and, and Russ again. Yeah, like you said, it's not all peaches and cream over there, and uh, they've been playing much better. But, yeah, it's just it, – it might be bad weather, and I don't know if Denver's good enough. I know they're 7-7. Seven and seven. I don't know if they're good enough to really be, you know beat anybody by a touchdown. So, um, yeah, I'm going to take the 7-and-a-hook. Uh, the that, that hook does scare me. All right. The uh, triple header on Christmas Day. Um, is that right? It's a eleven twenty three. This is the fastest we've ever gone through a show. Um, I guess I got to get sick all the time. Uh, the Christmas triple header starts with Vegas and the Chiefs. Uh, Raiders at six and eight. Chiefs at nine and five. Uh, there may be some rain in that uh, forecast in that game. Uh, these two played in Week Twelve in Kansas City. Uh, Beat them down thirty-one to seventeen. They were that was interesting though. They were down fourteen nothing to the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders. Vegas the Raiders before, had uh, their shot. Yeah, uh, before the Chiefs came back with an ass whooping. Uh, for this one, uh, running back Josh Jacobs is expected to return from his quad injury for the Raiders, uh, but they got a talented tight end Michael Meyer. He's not going to play with a toe injury for the Chiefs. Um, as I already said, Kadarius Tony is out with Mahomes hit him while he was asleep. That's what he's out with. That's not what actually happened, but that's what I'm thinking in my mind. Is Mahomes had to have hit him in, in his sleep with a hammer. It was a code red. <laughs> Colonel Jessup, did you order the code red? You're goddamn right I did. 
The uh, Raiders are plus ten and a half at the Chiefs. Uh, I like I just said it. The Raiders had their <laughs> shot, yeah, and they blew it. Uh, I yeah. Even though the Chiefs are a shell of their former offensive glory, they're still putting up the numbers. They don't have Kadarius Tony to blame this one on. So yeah, <laughs> I'll take the Chiefs. Uh, that probably is a, a better thing for the Chiefs that he's not even out there to, to mess things up. I tell you what, if Pat Mahomes takes this squad to a number one seed, just retire the MVP and name it after Pat Mahomes. Like, just name it in his in his name. That's just ridiculous. They're even possibly contending still for a number one seed as, as fucked up as that team is. They, they, they've screwed up so many games for, for him. Um, it feels like a, a sort of a Chiefs collapse here. They've been just hanging out by a thread. Um, I'm, I'm going to take the Raiders in the in the points okay. here. I don't know. I tried I this they're gonna the win. last time, and it did not work. And it looked so good early. I think Jacobs had like a 75-yard touchdown run uh-huh. to, or something like that to put them up 14 nothing. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then it was, <laughs> no. Wait a minute. I feel, wait. I feel better. Yeah, the Chiefs just decided, wait. They remembered who they were and then just went out and did Chiefs things to them. Wait. I feel better. <laughs> Yes, I can stand. I can walk. I can mumble. I'm still wondering about this damn website. Just completely stoned me all the way until the last second, uh, and then everything is working perfectly fine. Just so weird. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, we were ready to just give up and not have a show for for the first time, like, ever. That was my show. This thing's completely broken. I'm laying in bed, and you text me, it works. That was my last second digit yeah. nine fifty nine central to to try to connect one more time, and it put me through. And I'm like, what? What? Really? I wa- okay. I'm, wa- I'm walking down the hallway, the, the the you know, out of the bedroom, and my wife's in the bathroom, uh, brush her teeth, and, like the door's shut, and like hear her in there, and I'm like, I'm going downstairs. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, show's working. She's like, oh, <laughs> okay, go, go figure. Like, so you're not going to get much sleep tonight. I'm like, I get plenty of sleep. <laughs> I get. I don't have to get up to like seven. You know, it's not like uh, I'm working tomorrow. Just going yeah. to Christmas. Just going to Christmas at my sister's. So it's not, you know, like I'm going to be really needed for anything. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the best kind of holiday. We just kind of sit there and enjoy everything. So. Yeah, I'm going to eat and be with my family and open some presents. There you go. The uh, late afternoon Christmas game is Giants Eagles. New York at five and nine. And Philly at 10-4. and four. Devontae Smith has a knee situation. I think he's still going to play through it, though. Um, in this one, uh, Danny DeVito and the Giants are the biggest spread of the week, plus 13.5 at the Eagles. This is a huge – I mean, so, I mean this, is, this is Danny DeVito, I mean, right? Mm-hmm. I mean – Stu got the baby. Eagles, Come on. Eagles are falling apart. They just got beat by Drew L- – no, I'm taking the <laughs> Eagles. I mean, it's a lot of points, but at some point, either the Eagles are going to have to wake up, or this is just over for them. Because if they if they just keep falling apart in these games, yes, they're going to make the playoffs. They're they're in the playoffs, but something's just not looking right with them. If they cannot recapture the magic here at home against a very beatable Giants team, I, yes, I know it's Danny DeVito. But his magic seems his magic wore off some last week already too. The Saints kind of put it to him. So I'm going to take the Eagles here to win by two touchdowns plus. 
they should they they just have they need to go out and assert dominance over somebody here. Whoops, somebody before the season's over. Otherwise, they're going to be one and done. Yeah, very well may, but this is another situation two games in three weeks. Uh they haven't played the Giants yet, so just feels like a great bounce back for the for the Eagles. Feels like a great matchup. I think their uh their three losses in a row have been all matchup situations. I don't trust Danny DeVito to take advantage of uh James Bradbury the way that Drew Locke did. And uh yeah, I think this is the perfect spot for the Eagles to uh, assert their dominance, as you said. Um I'd like them so much to do that that you haven't heard the lock of the week sound I from have, me. Oh. I half, got the Eagles. You, I half expected you to lock this up for the Giants. <laughs> uh, no. Um, I, I do respect the Eagles. I, I do think they have uh, fatal flaws, but I think for this one, they should be mad enough to sort of, you know, take it out on the Giants and beat them by uh, four touchdowns or so. They, um, and, they need to. <laughs> yeah. And Christmas night to finish off the weekend, the main event, the – Ravens and the 49ers, both 11-win teams getting it on in Santa Clara. Should be a a great matchup. Uh, The Niners won't have Jawan Jennings. Their receiver is Dumplings, but they have so many other weapons that I think they'll be okay. Baltimore 6-1 on the road. San Fran 5-1 at home. Something's going to give. The spread was heavy in the favor of the Niners when it first got made, and there's been money thrown on the Niners to make it even more heavy. So Baltimore is currently plus six at San Francisco. Uh, yeah, this is but both the top seeds in each conference. Uh, could be a Super Bowl preview, for all we know. Um, Don't tell Lamar so Jackson that. What, why? Because he said, man, that's in February. It is December. So he's trying to do the, the leader thing, but one oh, game at a time. Okay, yeah. one game at a time. You know, hey, good for Lamar. Doctor Doctor Lamar, maybe he's <laughs> learning a little bit on the PR angle. Uh we're you know, we're on to San Francisco. He's he's focusing on this week, not thinking about Super Bowl, he's thinking about taking care of business. I like that. I, even if it's canned for Lamar, <laughs> that's a big improvement. Um makes me feel even better about picking Baltimore and the number here. Um I do think that the Niners probably escape with a win. Uh, they, they have all the they have the home field advantage, but given three more than the cop outline against a team the caliber of Baltimore, that seems like a lot of points to me. I, I understand what the Niners are doing, and everybody's in love with them, even though everybody was out of love with them just about like a month and a half ago. Um, it's funny how things change. Baltimore has very quietly. This is one of the most quiet number one seeds we've seen. You know, it's all about you know, Taylor Swift and the Chiefs and Mahomes or the and the Bills and all their fluctuations and the Dolphins and all the points they score. Nobody's talking about Baltimore. And I think the John Harbaugh and that team, they probably love it this way. I love Baltimore in this spot. Yeah, I, I obviously had to consider both sides. They're both such great teams. Uh, so I considered it. The way I think this game will play out is I think there will be fights. There will be challenges between <laughs> whistles. And the the issue is, will that be enough to disrupt the Niners and their timing and their offense? Uh, if both teams are clean and undisturbed, Baltimore can't hang with that offense. That offense is, as we talked about with, with Kyle Shanahan, uh, they just keep going up and up and up. They keep, keep getting better week after week. 
somehow they they beat they best themselves uh, every every week they get even better um and they Baltimore can't hang especially now that uh I really hated to see this that game changing speed of uh running back uh Keaton Mitchell um and he just got snuffed out uh running a ball and just went yep. down no contact blew out his knee he's done uh that was a huge key for Baltimore I think that was uh, an element that they don't have, like a running back that can take it to the house. Um, they got Gus Edwards grinding it out between the tackles. That's fine. And, and getting it in the, in the goal line. Um, and Justice Hill is sort of the, the change of pace, but he's not going to take it, you know, 50, 60 yards to the house. Keaton, Keaton Mitchell uh, potentially could take it 60 yards to the house every time he touched it. Cause that's how fast he is. And uh, the fact that they don't have him, I think that's a, a big deal. So um, if it's dirty, if it's, um, if they dirty it up enough, I think the Ravens can hang and, and cover the spread. But I don't think they can dirty it up quite enough uh, to throw the Niners off of their game plan and their uh, their offense. I, I'm going to take San Fran and give the six. That is a stupid big number, but um, it, you know, winning by ten isn't exactly a blowout, but it does cover six. Uh, so I, I will take the uh, the Forty ers and give the six. Yeah, I, I was surprised uh, for what you'd expect two teams of this caliber. You know, you just would normally go, ah, cop-out line, right? Yeah, Let's yeah. on it. Every, nobody's dissatisfied. But, yeah, it opened at five and moved higher. And got higher, right. So, so yeah, it, I mean, so. Will it be seven by the time they kick it off uh, Christmas night? Yeah. Oh, it could be. Yeah, money coming in on on the Niners. But at at the number it's at right now, the money's even. So they seem to right. have found their their spot. You're at 51 percent, 49 percent, Baltimore to San Fran. So that's generally what you're looking for is that you know get the line to the point where the money comes in even on both sides. And this is uh, of all the games on the board, the most even of the week. Yeah, it's going to be a great one. It's going to be a, an absolute uh, showcase. Um, and like I said, I think it's going to be, you know, chippy at parts, um, but I don't think it's going to be chippy enough for them to, uh, for, for the Ravens to, to hang around with the 49ers for, you know, within more than like a, a, a couple scores or something like that. Uh, wow, yeah, that, that, was, little... that was a, bree- it was a breezy show, but Hey, you're, you're not feeling well. It's Christmas weekend. Yep. We, we nothing. We don't have to belabor it. We got all of our awards in. We got all of our well, not many picks. I mean, we're doing three less picks than we would normally do on a full slate, and uh, we didn't disagree a ton. And when we did disagree, I don't think we loudly disagreed. No, no. It was, uh, how many do you think uh, we we disagreed on? Five, maybe six. Yeah, it was like six to me. Felt yeah, it felt like it was going to be a lot, and then we started agreeing a ton, um, mm-hmm. which is usually how it goes. So, uh, yeah, we split the first two that we disagreed on already, um, and six more. You know, we don't. We've only got two more weeks after this, and we start to get into the playoffs. So, yeah, it's finally, be, uh, seems like finally. It's forever. <laughs> I know, I know. And then you uh, had already told me next week is another Saturday show, which is perfect. And that's good. I'm, I'm glad it's not a it's not an issue. Yeah, I was thinking uh, for a while there. I was like, I'm going to do this uh, Liberty Bowl game because it starts at two thirty. I'll be 
out of there by six thirty, seven o'clock, and that's plenty of time to get home and get ready and do a podcast. And then I was like, no, that's crazy. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't... <laughs> yeah, that's asking a little and, much. And next week we only have one Saturday game. Okay, that's good. Uh, yeah, we've got the Thursday night, which I believe is the last. That's the last Thursday yes. night game, and that's a dud. Um, <laughs> Jets Browns. And then we only have the one Saturday game. That's a good one, uh, Lions Cowboys. Um, okay. But then, yeah. So we only, but we don't have to do. You know, we're not going to have four games played by the time we go live next Saturday night. No. So, so that's a good thing. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll bid you adieu and uh, Merry yeah. Christmas to you and your family. Thank you. A uh, week after that, we for we might need to do a. Sunday, I mean, I, uh, for the last week of the season, uh, yeah. that's that. We might want to just do, I'm, I'm going to call it right now, let's just do a Sunday morning show. Um, that's fine. If you're free, because that night, that's my birthday, the day before. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I have a feeling I'll probably be out with the family and, and doing stuff with them that night. So, uh, not that often, you know, that I get it on a Saturday where I'm going to be home. And mm-hmm. uh, home that whole day, so I'm going to be here doing stuff with them. But I'm perfectly fine. We, and that's perfect for us to do the last show of the regular season. We could just like we did the first show of the regular season on a Sunday morning. Assuming Blog Talk Radio works, if it works, correct. <laughs> <laughs> but we lucked um, out tonight. You, you hung on and you hung on, and I'm stunned. I'm I was absolutely I, stunned. Not more stunned than I was when I got that text <laughs> from you that it worked, and I was like. Really? Okay. We'll we'll give it a go. And it's been better. It's been rock steady tonight. Better than last week. Ain't that some shit? Just go figure. You know what? You kept telling me about. Uh, I need to uh, communicate with them and maybe ask about a refund or whatever. I did send them an email. They just sent back a you know a general. Uh, we got your email and we'll respond shortly. That type of thing. But I did uh, tell them, look, we need to be refunded because we had last week's show. We didn't get on this week's show. At that at the time I wrote the email, this week's show we didn't get on at all. And last week's right. show we got cut off. So, yeah, I was like, I don't think we should be uh, – we should have to pay for this month. So we'll, we'll see how they uh, react to that. Yeah, you know what they did? They got that email and went, quick, quick, but, turn oh, it shit. back on. <laughs> Let them in. Let them in. They want their money uh-huh. back. <laughs> Everyone else, keep them locked out, but let those hey, guys even in. Even if They're they said, hey, you know what, we're going to prorate you back a ha- two weeks or whatever, whatever, something. Show us something here that you're acknowledging that your service that we pay for is not functional. Because at this point, it looks like they're just all out to sleep, you know, and, and not even paying attention at all. You know, they got that little note up here about we are currently experiencing an issue with our live broadcast system. Our engineers are working to fix the issue. Okay, that doesn't yeah. really help me, you know, when I'm trying to do a show. Um, but yeah, I, uh, amazingly, it worked out, and we got through, and and it stayed up the entire time. So, All right, we'll and this will turn out to be one of our zippiest shows ever. It is. How about it? Well, I hope you feel better. You guys uh, have a merry Christmas. Um, All right. Thank you. And yeah, enjoy your uh, couple of weeks here of being an old man. And <laughs> respect your elders. That's right. And, I was uh, so pissed. Uh, I, the wife was going to take me to Texas Day Brazil yesterday for my birthday. Yeah. And, and then I get to work, and I'm like, I can't, I'm not going anywhere. I got a cold. And my, my throat was sore, and I, you know, my nose was running, and I got a cough. And, and I, like I said, I got home, and my wife was immediately like, here's the COVID testing. And I'm, 
I'm thinking, yeah, this can't be COVID. I, I can still smell everything. No, it's it's, it's, a, it's the new COVID. It's, it didn't get rid of my smell or taste, but it's still uh, kicking my ass. But hopefully I'm I'm rounding the corner. Because I, I don't think I could have did this show last night because that's how rough my voice was. So at, at least it's getting better. Well, you, you don't sound bad. You just sound tired. You, you, you sound like it's time to go to bed. <laughs> that's because it's time to go to bed. All right. Uh, he is Jay. I am Dre. This has been miraculously in much less detail the podcast. Thank you all for listening. It would be a miracle if anyone was listening live. Um, and we will uh, attempt to be back next Saturday night to do week 17 and give you our awards for week 16. Everybody have a very, very Merry Christmas, and we'll hopefully talk to you next Saturday. <laughs> Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.